Welcome to the new Docs in a Pod presented by WellMed. Over the next half hour, Docs in a Pod will educate you about the health and wellness of adults everywhere. Co-hosts Dr. Tamika Perry and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron will share information to improve your health and well-being. And now, here are Ron Aaron and Dr. Tamika Perry. We'd like to welcome you to Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry. Dr. Perry is an associate medical director at WellMed. She oversees several large clinics in the Optin Care in North Texas region. They're a southern sector. Dr. Perry earned her undergraduate degree from Prairie View A&M University. She then went on to graduate from Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine, where she was a National Health Service Forest Scholar. Next, she completed her family medicine residency at Methodist Charlton Medical Center, where she served as chief resident. Dr. Perry is board certified by the American Osteopathic Board of Family Physicians. She subsequently earned a master's in public health with an emphasis in health management and policy at the University of North Texas Health Science Center. In addition, Dr. Perry is a diplomat of the American Board of Obesity Medicine. And, and Dr. Perry, it is great to be with you again. Docs in a Pod is rolling along. Thanks. This, you know, this is my favorite time of the week when I tune in with you, Ron. I always <laughs> learn so much from you. So, and I'm, I'm super excited to learn about our topic today because most certainly, you know, seasonal affective disorder and feelings have affected everybody. And, and loneliness affects a whole lot of seniors. So why don't we go ahead and welcome our special guest, Dr. Pranci Italia. She is a physician at Wellman at Woolridge in Corpus Christi. She earned her medical degree from the University of North Texas Health Science Center in Fort Worth. Dr. Italia completed her residency and fellowship at Christus Health Spawn Texas A&M in Corpus Christi. Dr. Italia is board certified by the American Board of Family Physicians. And Dr. Italia, thank you for joining us on Docs in a Pod. Thank you for, for having me. I'm really honored um, you know, to be on the show with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What is it that attracted you to the practice of medicine? Wow. So that was actually not my first love, but the more I introduced, you know, kind of um, exposed myself to it in college um, through volunteering and things, I felt fell in love with medicine after that. Initially, I wanted to be a pharmacist and believe it or not, I took my exam and I was ready to go into pharmacy school. Um, but I, I worked in a pharmacy and realized I wanted a lot more to do with patients yeah. and touch and feel and, and talk to the patients myself. So I decided to go into medicine after that. So America lost a great pharmacist and got a great doctor instead. <laughs> it's interesting. My dad was a pharmacist and at the time of the vast majority of pharmacists were men. And now the majority of pharmacists are women. Interesting. I didn't and as, know as you take a look at uh, your decision to go into medicine, you had to make another choice, and that was to work with seniors, Medicare-eligible patients, geriatrics. What was your attraction to that? That actually started a long time ago. Um, you know, I was primarily raised by my grandparents, so my communication and just my love for, for people Old, the elderly kind of grew from there. I was always the closest to my grandmother uh, and my grandfather. I 
I'd like to say maybe I was their favorite grandchild, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then during at UNT, we actually did a program where we adopted a senior for the uh, three, three, four semesters we were there and, and kind of did home visits with the seniors. And I really loved my experience with that. And the other thing I I felt with seniors is a lot of a lot of seniors end up, you know, by themselves, you know, if they've lost the spouse, um, they, their kids have moved away. So there's really not too many people standing up for them or voicing um, their needs and opinion, um, their needs just at home or medically. So I felt like going into geriatrics, I, I wanted to be their voice um, in some sort of way. It's funny you mentioned uh, your grandparents and you being the favorite grandchild. We have three little kids, two boys and a girl. And when I'm out uh, with Reagan, our daughter, I introduce her as, this is Reagan, my favorite daughter. She always says, you mean your favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't let that slip by. Now talk no. to us a little bit uh, about what is a great topic, especially with the holidays coming up, uh, the importance of taking time to socialize with loved ones and others and dealing with your mental health. How big an issue is that in today's society, Dr. Italia? Well, it's, it's definitely getting worse and worse. Um, you know, COVID, COVID and the pandemic being locked in didn't help the situation at all. And then when we come into the winter months, the dark and, you know, not having enough daylight in the day can make us feel more sad and depressed because one, it's cold outside, we can't go outside, or it's it's too dark. Um, especially for seniors, a lot of a lot of seniors are not able to drive in the dark either. So it's very limiting and you feel very confined in what you can do and, and the time that you have in the day to do do those things. So now we're gonna come back to you in just a moment, but I want to let folks know who may have just joined us. You're listening to Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, and we're talking on our Docs in a Pod hotline from Corpus Christi, Texas, with Dr. Pranchi Italia. Uh, she is with WellMed at Woolridge. And as we talk about loneliness in seniors, you mentioned something, uh, Dr. Italia, uh, that I have become very aware of. I happen to be 80 years old. I know I only look about 60, but I'm 80. <laughs> and driving at night has become a challenge, uh, especially with headlights coming at me. In the, from what you said, that's pretty typical. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So we can, you know, a lot of us can, um, as we get older, develop different conditions of the eyes that makes it really hard um, to drive at night. So that limits us a lot um, in what we can do during the day when the day is even shorter. And, you know, you've got to stop doing what you're doing at 5 p.m. instead of 9 p.m. in the in the summertime. Um and do you know, are there special glasses you can wear that cut the glare down? Yes, you can. You can get uh, glasses, prescription glasses like that. It can help, you know, see your eye doctor to get uh, more recommendations. You know, yearly eye testing with the optometrist is super important. And then if they diagnose it, any conditions like um, possible glaucoma, cataracts, those are things that are uh, easily wow. treated. Cataracts are, um, they're notorious for causing like that halo around lights that you right. see at night. So yeah, if you, if you have that glare, lights just really bother you at night, definitely see your eye doctor. 
Mm-hmm. And, you can get surgeries for that, and, and that can help correct that issue. So what is it about loneliness? We went through a period, you mentioned COVID, where people were literally locked in their houses uh, and for a long period of time. It was very, very depressing. What is it about loneliness that affects our mental health? We like, I think as humans, we like to be with and around people. Um, it's, it's a very hard thing for us to be just with ourselves. And that means, you know, your own thoughts. Um, and that can be actually the most difficult thing some people have to do because we, we don't, how can I say this? We, we have a lot that we keep inside and, and we don't process all the time. So the, the, the staying with your own thoughts is very, very tough sometimes. And that human interaction, yeah, you know, I just to bounce off what you were saying, Dr. Prachi, that human interaction helps your brain to produce, that positive human interaction helps your brain to produce serotonin. And that's one of your happy hormones. I mean, your happy brain hormones, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And and that that makes you feel good. And it makes you feel upbeat. It makes you feel like, you know, hey, I'm here for a reason. And so when Mm -hmm. we don't have that, we have lower levels of serotonin. I mean, sunlight does the same thing. Comes into Mm -hmm. your eyes, it gives your eyes a signal to tell your brain to make serotonin. Mm-hmm. Let me ask both of you, do your patients tell you they're lonely? Does that come out or do you detect it from the way they're interacting with you? Dr. Talia? It's a little bit of both, um, but oftentimes, you know, you have to kind of tease it out. They'll, they'll say, I'm, I'm not sleeping well, or I feel more tired. Um, I just haven't talked to any of my family members in a long time. Um, the, uh, your body will start showing physical symptoms of loneliness that can develop into depression as well. And Dr. Perry? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the body posture, you know, looking down, looking listless, um, those are signs that the patient may be lonely. And and another sign I think Dr. Pratchy will probably agree with me is, is if you see the same patient over and over, and it's really, they really don't have any somatic or bodily complaint. You're like, after a while, you're like, Medicare is going to get me. You keep coming in here. And I, I don't know what I'm really treating, but what you're really treating is what you, the astute clinician has to realize is this patient may be lonely, and this is a risk factor for depression. Mm-hmm. And, and talk to me about what solutions may be. There was a long piece in the New York Times the other day that talked about uh, so many people are kinless. They have no relatives whatsoever, no brothers, no sisters, no cousins, no aunts, no uncles. They are truly alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, Dr. Talia, what do you do? Can you go out and buy a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I think most important thing is first we have to kind of accept um, our new reality and that can be really, really hard, Uh, but kind of getting ease into that, the new norm and just embrace, you know, being alone and being with yourself and, and telling, you know, we, we have, we can tell ourselves, you know, this is okay. And what I'm going to do from now on, I'm going to go shop alone. I'm going to go watch a movie alone and that is okay. And, slowly, you know, that, that becomes a new norm for you, but and, and it's you important. have to shift away from what was and think about right, what is, so, you know, and it's also important um, to, to realize that in this day and age, especially with seniors, like WellMed does a great job of, you know, um, kind of 
providing a social haven for seniors. Mm -hmm. So your family isn't necessarily the people of the same blood in your veins. It is about the connections you make with other people. So yeah. we yeah. encourage yeah. you to go to the senior center, make new friends, right. play chess online. Yeah. Yeah, my friend, Dr. Uh, Jamie Heisman, a psychotherapist says, uh, you've got a family and a family of choice. Mm -hmm. And very often the family of choice is the one that can fill that void. We'll yes. talk more about this loneliness, depression, mental health as we move into the holidays. You're listening to Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry. And we're talking on our hotline, Docs in a Pod in Corpus Christi with Dr. Ratchi Italia. Hi, it's Drew Pearson from my friends at WellMed. As a Hall of Famer, I love it when a quarterback and receiver have a great connection. You can be part of a great connection too. Connecting WellMed's high-quality healthcare with the highest-rated Medicare Advantage plan helps you focus on staying healthy. Call 210-436-6005 or visit wellmedhealthcare.com slash connect. Drew Pearson is a paid spokesperson. Other plans are accepted. For full enrollment details, visit medicare.gov. We are so pleased you are sticking with us right here on Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry. And we're talking on our Docs in a Pod hotline from Corpus Christi, Texas, with Dr. Prachi Italia. And we're talking about loneliness and the holidays and the need to socialize. And Dr. Italia, you were telling me off the air that there are resources that people can look for mm -hmm. uh, in order to fill that void in their life. Mm-hmm. There's um, a lot of, uh, especially around the holidays, a lot of churches are in, in different cities are doing a lot of different events. Even, even the city itself, I was just looking up in, in Corpus, there's an event going on almost every two days in Corpus to be involved in. Um, a lot of the homeless shelters are doing, you know, serving, serving the shelters and things like that, that make us feel good. Um, in the past, we've even gone to the, the women's shelter and done um, making Christmas ornaments. Um, our organization, when I was training, we went in uh, uh, to the women's shelter and took the portable cameras and allowed them to take pictures of themselves with their newborn children and mail them off to family members who've never met the children. And then they were able to kind of put those pictures on ornaments for themselves as well. So just That's small cool. things like that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was quite fulfilling actually. My husband and I made an ornament ourselves, and and we still have it. And I think it's one of our favorite memories of of the holidays. One of the things that is so difficult for people, uh, if they want to go out and eat, is going out and eating alone. Uh, you had mentioned that maybe go to the movies, go out and eat, go out and do things, uh, but doing it alone for some people is so depressing. Mm -hmm. Earlier, you said something that about embracing your new norm. And, you know, I, I live downtown and I'm not married and I have a daughter who I call my roommate, but I will go to places by myself all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I've met some really cool people simply being by myself. Right. You know, um, you know, people will come up to you. They'll talk to you, you. You talk to other people. You spark these interesting conversations. So it's not that scary of a thought. You just have to take that first step. First step to do it. Yeah, but your personality is such, Dr. Perry, you have never met a stranger. 
<laughs> I, I try not to, but sometimes just a simple hello sparks a conversation. Exactly. Or even a smile across the room. Yes. Sparks it, a conversation. It, it makes you it makes the other pe- person feel like you're an approachable person. And maybe they would have the courage to come and talk to you if you don't have the courage to talk to them. Well, there's um, that song from South Pacific, a smile across a crowded room that will uh, certainly warm things up. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, one of my friends, uh, my best friends uh, met um, the guy of her life just like that, uh, eating alone. And he was eating alone <laughs> in a restaurant and they smiled across the room. Seriously. Yes, that's a true story. And, so and today they're happily married. About to get married. About to get. That's cool. Yes. So I'm going to go make a bunch of reservations and <laughs> smile a whole lot. <laughs> well, I can't imagine it's difficult for you to get people of the male gender or whatever you're interested in attracted to you. I think it's probably pretty simple, but, oh, but what do I know? So, so I, I want to segue uh, into some of the mental health issues that uh, we're seeing, especially among people who are uh, Medicare eligible 65 and over. We know, for example, that uh, white men 65 and over uh, are now one of the leading groups of s- committing suicide. Uh, they're, they're facing incredible depression uh, for your patients. I know you do depression screenings. How, how do those work, Dr. Talia? Um, once a year, you know, we definitely do ask all the questions. Are you feeling sad and depressed? Have you had any changes in your, um, you know, sleeping habits and fatigue and this and that? But Throughout the year, you know, when when you see physical symptoms or when you see, you know, a patient is not not themselves when you know them so well, um, this the screening is sort of an ongoing process. Uh, like Dr. Perry said earlier, an astute clinician will realize it, you know, just from knowing the patient and their habits. Um, so the screening process kind of goes on all year long, and then you 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 have options, treatment options, uh, medications that you can try often, they don't work, you know, right away. But one of the most important things I think we haven't touched on, uh, on what to do with depression is actually exercise. Um, That's, as a result of exercise, you're releasing a lot of positive oxytocin that makes it's another feel good hormone. Um, You know, it, it sort of gives you what you've heard of as a runner's high. Um, So, so that hormone actually can can be an, a natural antidepressant for us. But for somebody who is depressed, mm-hmm. who can't even get out of bed, mm-hmm. getting them to exercise, crossing cross, crossing that uh, hurdle it has to be pretty tough. Right, right. That's that's sometimes when medications can help you um, get started, and then to continue on, you know, to to get that augmented benefit, you can add the exercise. But when it's that severe, oftentimes you have to start with medication. Uh, what are the symptoms of depression? What what, what should people look for in, in their spouse, in their relatives, or or in yourself? Mm-hmm. So. With depression, like I said uh, a little bit earlier, you know, changes in the sleep habits or feeling more tired than usual, not eating or eating too much. Um, somebody who's more very talkative generally and, and they're not talkative now or um, changes in, in weight, actually, even. Um, up or down. Up or down. Yeah, we eat more or we eat less um, in, in depression. And then just asking, asking the 
person, you know, are you feeling sad or depressed? Uh, are you feeling down? Are you feeling lonely or hopeless? And, you know, if it's severe enough, it wouldn't hurt to ask or have you had thoughts of hurting yourself? Uh, sometimes you have to be that direct to get the answer. You'd be Years surprised. Years ago, I can remember. I, I, I can remember asking my mother who uh, my dad had passed away. Uh, and, and from my observation, she seemed really depressed. Mm -hmm. So I asked her, I said, mom, are you depressed? And she said, Ronnie, of course I'm depressed. Your dad's dead. All of our old friends don't call me. I'm living alone. Yes, I'm depressed. And I figured that was a positive sign. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, that is a positive sign because a yeah. lot of people, you know, they'll have all the classic signs of depression and then they'll say, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm tired. I don't mm -hmm. feel like eating. I don't feel like being around my grandkids. You know, I cry often, but I'm not depressed. Mm -hmm. you, right. know, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, 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 I think so depression still has a, yeah. a stigma. It you does. Know? So a lot of a lot of people, like you said, in the in the older generations, it was very the stigma was uh, very big in there when they were growing up. So they they're very difficult sometimes for them to admit that they're they might be depressed. Now, I want to come back to something that Perry hinted at a, a little while ago, uh, because I have a daughter in law who struggles with this sad seasonal affective disorder. Uh, and she happens to be a physician. She treats it with a, as a big light over her desk, which produces the daylight. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that seems to help her. Mm -hmm. uh, and Dr. Perry, do you see patients who you think have seasonal affective disorder? Absolutely. I saw it a lot more when I was in Philadelphia. In fact, I believe I had it when I was in Philadelphia. You know, you know what? We went from Texas, where we have, you know, lots of direct sunlight for many, many times throughout the year, to when I was in Philly, where it's, you know, they say it's a city of brotherly love, but I'm not so sure. <laughs> you know? And it was gloomy most of the time. Like there literally was not, you know, it was only three months of sunshine, another nine, 10 months out of the year. It's kind of dark. Right. Mm -hmm. So we don't get that direct sunlight like your daughter in law produces. So, yes, I think people should be aware of that. And then in our senior populations, this time of year is Christmas, it's New Year's, it's Thanksgiving, and everyone around you has passed away or moved on. So that kind of compounds yeah, that was my mother. situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that definitely compounds. And which circles back to what Dr. Pratchy said, find something that makes you feel good on the inside. Go volunteer, join the senior center, you know, join an online social group. Mm -hmm. And also take a class about people who are predators on the internet too. But you know, find uh, something that um, you know makes that increases that oxyt that that oxytocin, that serotonin, epinephrine, neuroepinephrine, your your happy centers. Mm -hmm. People who are alone and lonely often become marks for scammers, do they not? They do. They do. Because, you know, you, you have a tendency to, to believe that, you know, like you said, well, can I buy my friend? Yeah. Is this person really looking out for my best interest? And a lot of the senior centers will actually have classes on what to look out for mm -hmm. predatory websites, predatory people, phone calls. Um, they ha they'll have classes on how to avoid this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of senior centers to that same uh, note have classes on how to navigate through technology computers mm -hmm. and phones yes. so this, the better we get uh tech savvy the more we can navigate through what's real and what's spam also talking to people via zoom and we're looking at each other on zoom gives you contact but it's not the personal touch contact 
-hmm. No, it's not. But it does it does fulfill a void because you know in the last two three years personal cut touch contact has decreased with everyone because of the the uh, pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it does provide a you know it does fill a void, Ron. It does. I don't want to discount that altogether. But once again, like Dr. Pratchett was saying, go out and sit in the park when the weather permits. You know. Mm -hmm watch the leaves blow, watch the children play. You know, there's going to be a mom who's going to sit by you and look tired. It's probably me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and I appreciate each and every one of my seniors. I think I learned more from my patients than they ever learned from me. Um, so, but, but don't be afraid to go outside and just be amongst people. We've got about a minute left, Dr. Talia. Is there anything you want to touch on that we haven't covered or are we good? I, I think we've touched on a lot of important things. I just, you know, want to remind everyone, um, just, I do really love the idea of um, trying to exercise and being active. And like you said, go sit out in the park or, you know, go walk in the park, take a yoga class in the park, because yoga is also a really good yes. um, exercise for your mental and your physical health. Um, a lot of the senior classes, uh, senior centers actually have, have that. And, and, a lot, you know, we think you have to be really flexible and really um, to be to do yoga, but you actually don't. And for seniors, there's even chair yoga. So you can just start with something simple and easy as that. Perfect. Well, Dr. Italia, we thank you so much for coming on. Dr. Prachi Italia, Wellmet at Woolridge in Corpus Christi, Texas. For our co-host, Dr. Hi. Tamika Perry, I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks so much for joining us today on Docs in a Pod. Executive producers for Docs in a Pod are Dan Calderon and Leah Madrano. Our producer is Isaac Wilker, and associate producers are Natalie Ibarra and Maurice Hudson. Thank you for listening to Docs in a Pod, presented by WellMed. We welcome your emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. And be sure and tune in next week for another edition of Docs in a Pod with Dr. Tamika Perry and Ron Aaron.